following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. The following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Welcome, welcome everybody for our final Saturday of 2021. Wow, has this year flown by. The last Saturday of every month is Village Bank Radio. We are joined uh, with uh, my wonderful co-host and co-pilot here, uh, Alicia Webb, who is the president of Village Bank. And, you know, I just got to say over the course of the last year, it has been such a wonderful thing to have this contact with clients of mine my personal clients, and be able to refer them to your village, mm-hmm, Alicia, and have have them walk in the door and be greeted so warmly from everyone from the teller on to the to the to the lender who's doing their business or personal loans, and you meeting mm-hmm. with you. What a powerful thing that is! And so you know when I hear you talk about you know com- community relationship banking, and that's what the village is all about. It really is. It is. I mean, my favorite part of the job is meeting entrepreneurs and hearing what they're passionate about. And like you and I were just talking about, it's it's getting them there, right? They've got all the key ingredients. We just have to make sure a little more sugar, a little more spice. Like, how do we get them there, right? <laughs> Sometimes it's the spice. And, and that's by far far my favorite part of the job it's also you know watching our villagers work with these entrepreneurs because if you don't have that passion in the belly to help that entrepreneur be successful i mean that's not a villager like we're we're, that's what we do well there's been insight that has been shared folks uh throughout the course of 2021 uh the, the village has has uh earmarked that strong 21 which was the notion behind we came through this covid nightmare over 2020 and in 2021 we were going to turn lemons into lemonade mm-hmm. and our shows have really been geared towards being somewhat of mastermind classes. We use that term because they're higher level. They teach you more about money and finance and banking than most small business owners, frankly, know. Uh, an example of is of that is the last show that we did the month previous where we talked about building a relationship with our bank, with our banker, someone who, if we want to build a business and scale a business, I've said this many, many times, you generally don't do that with organic money. You need to have financed money. You need to service that debt and build your business because it's going to cost you money before you actually generate revenue to support it. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do that without having access to financing? But the irony is that most small business owners don't even know that having a relationship with a bank is even a thing that they aspire to. And mm-hmm. that's a problem, I think, Alicia. Huge problem. You can cannot go you're going to go into a business you're going to decide we use the example sell paint right you're going to sell paint you figure out do you want to sell indoor paint outdoor paint what kind of paint do you want to sell you have to analyze the business who better in the community to, can help you analyze that business than that community banker who's probably banking all your competition all the other painters in town Go talk to them. Go find out what they know about the industry. What are red flags you should look for? Where are opportunities that you don't even know because you've been selling wood, not paint, for 20 years? 
I think that knowing and understanding, having that relationship with that banker, where you get that mutual trust. You know, you're looking each other in the eyeballs over Zoom and person over coffee, whatever it is. And then capital. How much capital do you need to start that business, run that business, run through any hiccups you might have in the business? What does inventory levels look like? What do they need to be? How much is that going to cost you? That banker is vital in whatever stage of that business you are in. So why not get to know them ahead of time rather than be the lagger and then have to go back? Well, when we, aren't you know, working? we talked about that in that. How do you actually do that as, you know, boots on the ground? How do you do it? And, and folks, I'm saying to you that if you are a business person, I want you to go to the podcast, which can be found by going to Score North, and you can find our podcast. Um, and I would tell you to listen to every single one of the shows that are positioned at the at the end of each month for 2021, because every one of these shows is covering a topic that is very specifically focused for business people to build a business and grow. And I'm going to say again that they are many times things that people who are uh, dare I say, practitioners good at the work, but really mm-hmm. aren't business people, aren't even aware of it. You could work your whole career and not know these things. The other thing is the relationship banking that I was speaking of is such that today alone, I had a young man, I think he's 35 years old. In fact, I know he is. I wrote it down. And he has four duplexes. This young man has done it very successfully. He knew his numbers. I asked him the questions, and he knew how to answer the questions, which was impressive. Mm-hmm. Know your numbers, know your numbers, <laughs> right? And and so I said, where do you want to go? He said, well, I'm kind of stuck right now because I'm at the end of my rope to qualifying for properties. Well, in typical fashion, most most banks are going to look at you and say, I want to see you manage these properties for a period of at least two years profitably before we look and give you any more latitude to buy any more. But the reason for that is much to do with the fact that they really don't know that much about you and you're just kind of doing this in the shadows. I am immediately enthused by saying I can refer you to a bank who will look at you and not necessarily for the same timeline that you might be accustomed to with the standardized underwriting guidelines. They'll look at you as an individual and they might give you a little more latitude than what you're thinking provided you can build a relationship Mm -hmm. with them. He was blown away. Mm -hmm. He says, wow. He says, I want that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Having not had we not said that, he would not even have known that that was something that he should have looked mm-hmm. towards doing. Mm-hmm. And in building that relationship, let's say the banker says, "Absolutely, we can do more as long as A, B, A, B, and C are there." Well, he may have A and C tied up. Maybe it's just B. So how does he just work on getting that loan to value, that debt service covered, whatever that might be, to get there quicker? That's the piece, to get there quicker. Because if you're just going in saying, sorry, some banker somewhere told me I don't qualify, that's a guy somewhere, a girl somewhere, whoever. Go in and get a relationship with a banker and go get a second opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. This is your business. This is your livelihood. Go get a second opinion. Well, having that means that you can start building your business in the way that you want it to look mm-hmm. to accomplish the objectives, as opposed to it just is what it is. And, you know, because Todd, you're so right. Let me interrupt you. So we were talking ahead of time about our Strong 21 campaign, and you had a chance to meet a lot of our Strong 21 entrepreneurs. And we were talking in particular about one of them. And I, you know, I was sharing fun stories because I just love these guys. And I'm so excited about all their stories. And Todd said, how many of them have real estate? I said, well, looking at those pictures, I can say 13 of them. 13 of those 21 acquired real estate. And out of that, and, and I was telling Sarah, I said, yeah, and one of them 
lot, let me tell you a story about he's a lot more leveraged than I would like, but I know him. Eight years he's been a client. We understand a strategy. He started with zero. He's at 31. We understand the strategy. We know what he's doing. We know what he's done in the past. We know what his forecast is for the future. So him being more leveraged than what I personally typically like to see on a balance sheet, I understand it and I support it. And so we continue to do credits for him. And and, and all that is about is that we un, we know the plan we know the management. We understand the strategy. So an, uh, analyze the business you want to get into, understand the capital, and then execute. And tell your banker, this is what I said I was going to do, and I did it. So now this is what I'm going to do next. Are you going to continue to support me? It's such an interesting thing because when you talk to business owners, they're so engaged in the business. And look, I understand they're busy. They're, we're all busy. Mm-hmm. And they're tired. And the, the thing is, you got to talk to people like Alicia and Village Bank, and maybe me if I can put myself in that, mm-hmm. because you're always trying to engender a new way of thinking which they may not be accustomed to. Because the world, let's be honest, doesn't teach you these things. They teach you to aspire to maybe own your own home, but doing any more than that already makes you so unique amongst the population. And every business, uh, you know, when I talk about businesses, I say, look, when you go to work every day, you work and you're paid for your efforts in that job. And throughout your working career, you're trying to save a little bit of money, put it in your retirement account and have a nice life. But when you're a business owner, you're building something in addition to your active work that you do. You're being paid for that, just like one of your employees, but you're also building a business that has its own intrinsic sale value in the future, something that an employee doesn't have. Then you go a step farther. And say that every business that needs to occupy a space should seek to own the space that it occupies. Well, again, the number of business owners who will rent or lease a space for 30 years or more and never even occur to them that they should own a business, much less to position their financials to be able to do it. And so all the while engaged in the same type of activities where they'd be paid simply for the work that they do in the job. They can do those same things, but now they're paid, one, by building an asset that has a sale value and mm-hmm. two the business that could use otherwise rent money can now buy you a building as another asset to be sold so hey maybe when you retire here you sell the business in addition to being paid income like all the employees of other businesses are and then also maybe you don't even sell your building that you now own you lease it to the people who buy your business and now you got an income stream on that those are things that every business owner should seek and aspire to do but unless you're talking to the right people you might never know that. No, you won't. And if you have that banking relationship that doesn't support that idea, go find another one. I mean, there is a temporary surrender of security when you're making some of these decisions, right? Some of these decisions, they don't always feel safe. They're tough decisions. Yep, you're going to have to eat some ramen noodles and not get a new boat. But guess what? There's this aftermath of all these wonderful things and decisions that you then are in control of rather than someone else being in control of. I think, you know, you talked about, okay, do you sell the operating entity, keep the real estate? Do you lease the real estate? What do you do? What I'm seeing right now, and this is very interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. In particular, I have two businesses that are selling right now. Oh my gosh, I just love these guys. I've known them forever, both guys. Completely different businesses, but such great operator, operators, so passionate about one what they do. One of them, total lifestyle business, 
Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, add all that back in because this is what your business is really worth and it's fabulous. Other one, really, um, you know, to the T numbers, it doesn't take anything extra out of the business. They both own their own real estate. So one of them is an earnout. And he's concerned not with how well the company's going to do. He's going to stay a little involved. He knows the key clients are going to stay there. They're not going anywhere. But what he is concerned about is what is coming with, you know, liquidity or interest rates. Like just what does the next three years look like? The company can shift. It's done it before. It's been around for a long time. But that shift takes a moment. You got to pause for a sec, right? So where's, where's the gap? So what he's doing is he's saying, okay, I'm going to keep the building for now. I'm going to lease to you. It's an earnout, but he can also be able to be flexible, right? Flexible. So with the money that he's received for the business and the earnout, he can be flexible with that lease for them too. Because remember, flexibility brings in better buyers and more entrepreneurial buyers because they know that previous owner is also going to help them get their Todd. And that is so in business because this guy, this guy's sitting in a position where his wife bought a company, killed it. Such a smart lady. Sold it already. So she's like, uh, when we're traveling. And he's like, oh gosh, okay, now I got to go too, right? So he's got some flexibility there. And because he bought that real estate, he did a 15 year and it's all paid off. It's all paid off. And so now he's sitting in the driver's seat. And so you consider that all things being equal. For anybody out there listening, if you own that building, your net worth is going to be higher. Mm -hmm. And it was money that would have been otherwise rent payments Mm -hmm. anyway. And then think if you have a tenant in the building that you purchase that you occupy, well, now their rent is making a payment on an even bigger asset that you will now own. Mm -hmm. My goodness. And he had a higher sales price because he could be flexible. He'll get a higher price for that premium, the building, because they'll be in there for a couple of years and say, okay, yeah, now we're ready to buy it. And he'll set it because that's where they want to be. They're there. They don't want to move. They don't want to go anywhere else. So, I mean, every step of it, because he bought that real estate, he paid it out, like he is sitting in the driver's seat now. And what we're really talking about is having an understanding that whether wherever you are in the traje- uh, trajectory of your life or the business building efforts that you're in, you're always building a business for sale because Mm -hmm. you need to be conscious. You know, it's like somebody who builds a house for themselves and it's got all these weird angles and all these windows. And yeah, I'm glad you love it. But let me tell you, when you go to sell it, it's not Mm going to be all that attractive Mm -hmm. to anybody else. So when you build a business, be conscious of the numbers, be conscious of the flexibility that you Mm -hmm. talk about, because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there's two ways to look at it. You're selling your business for a price that I might think is a little elevated. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'll give you your price if you give me my terms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And if you mm -hmm. have the flexibility to do that, that Mm -hmm. can happen. Likewise, if you give me my price, I'll give you my terms because I have the ability to do that. Yes, yes. And and let me be clear, though. Don't, if you like the funky window, build the funky window. Because this is what I do know about entrepreneurs. If entrepreneurs look at it and they love it and they're passionate about it, me, man. I'm so sorry, Todd, but they will win every day. I think of Don. If Don builds a business for someone else, it's not going to be successful. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're building for yourself. You're building for those folks that have come along and are loyal with you. You will win because you are going to do everything in your power to win, right? So there's tons of great strategies, how to get the business ready to sell, how to get the business ready to scale. And that's great. But in the beginning... You know, I can live with a funky window. We'll figure it out. Okay. Well, in past shows, we've covered some things. And I want to kind of summarize some of these 
and let you know that you can go back and most everything we're going to talk about probably has its own show topic that covers mm-hmm. each one of these individual things throughout the course of the year. And ongoingly, we may be doing these going forward. So this is this is if you're in business and you need to have your, your dose of ambition on a, on a monthly basis, <laughs> we strive to be exactly that for you. So one of the things we hear, we already talked about it, is know your numbers, which will allow you to see trends and your abilities and challenges in the future so that you can position for those things. So explain how that is important in, in, in other ways. Absolutely. If you're building a new line, and we do this at the bank all the time, we'll forecast based on any new type of line of revenue that we bring on, any product or widget we bring on, we need to forecast out how expensive is that? How many employees' time goes into that? How much of overhead or operations goes into that? And budget out. How, what, how long before I'm profitable? What month am I profitable on? And then how long is that payback period to get that money that I had to invest up front back? It is so important to know those triggers because, A, I, I just put one together and I'm wrong. I, I know I'm wrong, but I'm giving it my best guess, my best effort. And now we actually have like a roadmap and say, how are we going to beat that? Like, how can we beat that? And how do we know where we're at when we're making decisions? It's an interesting thing that you bring up because what you, what we're really talking about here is is your your what I call building towards proficiency, where the revenue is now enough that it'll justify the expenses, and you're and you're beyond the break even point. And that really relates to what we call a burn rate, where you're losing or paying more money than you're earning. But remember, folks, we've talked about on shows. That if you know your numbers, you may have a line uh, that you spend money on every single month, every single year, and it may, might be significant. It might be the hundreds of thousands or the millions of dollars. Well, to expand to that new line and take on something where you instantly know you have revenue as an offset from mm-hmm. your own business changes the burn rate and makes it much more feasible to do in a much shorter period of time. Yes, yes. It also creates excitement in the culture because you're doing something new. And I will tell you over and over, people don't want to sit somewhere where there's nothing new. So like we talked about, which when do I become profitable? What month? What's my payback period? And then what's the ROI that I'm looking for, that return on investment? For me, when do we hit 25%? And so I have three trigger points. I highlight them out in these in the, in the the forecast, and I know these are my three triggers. These are the points that we have to make, because then after that, it's gravy, it's up and running, and what's the next thing? We're always looking to, to grow, mm-hmm. and that must be our language to the people whom are in our employ, mm-hmm. because the reality is, is, as Alicia just said, if I'm going to go to work and simply toil, and I have no up upward mobility, mm-hmm. I'm not excited about it, and it's going to change the people who you draw mm-hmm. who would like to be employed in your company. Now, on the other hand, if you've got a company that is on the grow, which is inevitably and over time always offering new opportunities for Mm -hmm. people to grow, move from this position to a management level or and so on. Well, now you're going to draw people that you otherwise never would have. So if you're sitting out there saying, yeah, I can't find anybody to work for me, but your business seemingly to anybody looking in is stagnated. Well, that's a big reason why you're not going to draw good talent. Yeah. And how are you looking for them? I mean, I really, I, you know what? I'm out every night looking for people. I'm out every day looking for people. I'm not waiting for them to knock on the village bank door asking for a job because that's not happening. Use your network, be creative, talk about what you value, talk and ask your employees, go find them. So understanding your numbers gives you the ability to create 
concepts and strategies to build ongoing. Now, this just happens to be the last show, Village Bank Show Masterclass Mm -hmm. of the end of 2021, which means in your mind, you better be preparing for that New Year's toast when you hit the ground Mm -hmm. and start running as soon as 2022 begins. So knowing your numbers and understanding where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, and where you can expand and grow. Hey, do you know that right now as you're listening to this? Do you know that, and are you prepared to take that leap? Imagine yourself as a spring that's compressing, getting prepared to to swing into action as soon as the, the year begins. Well, that's what these shows are all about. We're going to take a break here, and we'll be back in just a moment talking about Village Bank Masterclasses that we are trying to promote, trying to grow and build to help you build your business and build your understanding of money and finance. We will be right back. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's Fix Auto. USA.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP SmartSide Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to SMA. The number two day.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. 
As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to thebarterguy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. And I stumbled to the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping. With folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. Welcome back, everybody. So yeah, yeah, I gotta laugh because uh Alicia just uh graced me with a gift. Uh, pour myself a cup of ambition, a picture of Dolly on the cup. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to bring it here every Saturday. Maybe just leave it here. It's perfect for me to my coffee every, every Saturday morning. A good reminder for the entrepreneur. I'm cup of ambition you. every morning too, if you really need it. Just wakes you up, doesn't it? Just wakes oh, you up. Oh, I mean, who doesn't love a little Dolly? Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. So this is, uh, leads us into the next point that I that really I think is about building that relationship and that is telling your banker the right story because you know first an important point to be made is that what you see in your numbers and what your banker sees in your numbers or even somebody like me is probably going to be very different and look it's like everything else you're excited about your business you know what's going on you may have inside information that somebody else doesn't have but at the end of the day what what your numbers say to you and what they say to someone else could be different and you should be aware of that mm-hmm. and that's why having a relationship where you can bounce things off of somebody and tell them the you know the the opposite maybe of what you're thinking and and address that right well the why behind it you know we can look i mean lots we could look at we could look at well why are you building up your inventory you sure you, it looks like it's 30 percent more than the previous years well this is why no one else can get it so i'm getting all the contracts um geez you you spent a lot of money on technology. Well, because I think technology is going to help when inflation comes and rates go up. I'll be able to just continue to drive more business. It's going to multiply on each other. I can show a trend of that. I think it's so important to tell the why behind it. Because at the end of the day, we're just bankers. We know what we know, just like that entrepreneur knows what they know. But when we put our heads together, we can get real smart. We can get real creative. We understand, When we understand the industry, because there maybe there is something, Todd, that that entrepreneur knows about a competitor, about in the um, supply chain, about whatever that we don't know. So let's talk about what really makes sense for that entrepreneur. You know, I love, I love when I see a good entrepreneur tell me why they're going to do something different. 
and they've got passion and reason behind it, because we can get behind that. We can stand behind that. So, so you know, you, you got to tell your banker the right story. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, they're fearful of their banker, of being completely honest and on the level. And, and that's what I mean by you've got to have a relationship where you actually can express yourself, show all the reasons why you're doing, because otherwise they might not understand. And you, you had a great story about that. Yeah, well, what I'll say is that I mean, if there's an entrepreneur that's fearful to tell their banker, share everything, my, my gut response is, that's your problem. you got to fix that. Because you're an entrepreneur. You got to have a good financial relationship. That's so and true. I mean, you got to get over it. You're probably afraid to ride your bike too, but you got over it. Go have a relationship <laughs> with your banker. I mean, really, bankers don't survive if they don't have entrepreneurs. Bankers need credit, they need loan customers, they need deposit customers. Go find the right banker for you. You have a, uh, a client, mm-hmm. a, a big client yeah. of the bank, mm-hmm. who, if not for the relationship and explaining the story mm-hmm. to tell mm-hmm. you why things were you might not have taken them on or, or worked with them absolutely that's why you know you mentioned earlier that i like to sit in on the entrepreneur's stories that story is so important to know and understand the why behind why folks are um, leveraged on their balance sheet why they what is the plan for their business and what's their real strategy i shared one of our clients has more of a mcdonald's strategy where lots of operating entities but really the real estate is a long-term game right that's our long-term play they're setting it up for their children and their grandchildren and so when they're strategically placing their next location it's all about what makes sense for the setting a landscape of real estate um, across the Midwest. And so he had been a client for about four years and came in. And when I started back at the bank, when I came home and, you know, I was like, gosh, it's kind of leveraged. And I, I was kind of concerned and I sat in and I just, I have a separate file for this client because he is so detailed. He could show me the trends that he's gone through. He showed me what his long-term plan is, show me who he's brought into the business, why he's brought them in, when people on the executive team had exited. I mean, just down to the detail. And I was like, yeah, I'm a believer. Let's go. And that's really how he's gained that trust because he could get down to the nitty gritty on the why behind his strategy and how he was doing it. When things haven't gone the way the strategy had, the forecast had looked, he's always stepped up. He's pivoted and then he's continued to go. And I think that's like the real tall tale sign. I have a lot of folks that come in and they want to be entrepreneurs and then something's not how they planned it or they didn't plan for that. Yeah. That's real life. I mean, that happens. It happens in marriage. It happens everywhere. You got to figure out how to pivot and bring it all back together. And this gentleman in particular, I mean, his character is outstanding. And that's why we'll always character and banking sounds oh, like a familiar yeah. radio show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just you've got to have character. And you, and you know, maybe he was nervous. Maybe he wasn't. I, I quite frankly, I don't think he was nervous. Why? Because he's like, I know my business, and this is what I'm doing. Are you going to continue to support me? And he was able to express that in a yeah. way that helped you understand, mm-hmm. and maybe work with him on financing. You know, and and that you might not otherwise have done. And Todd, that's a great point. He was able to express it in a way I understood. And why did he know how I understood it? Because he had an amazing relationship with his banker. 
His banker knew everything about his business, and he knew everything about it's what that we business. talk about here all the time, guys. You've got to be able to speak the language. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I say to be successful in business, you have to learn the language of money and finance. You have to become a financial person. I don't need to be to become a plumber, but if you have a plumbing business and you want to grow it, you better learn the language of money and finance, mm-hmm. or you're not going to grow and scale that business. Mm-hmm. The story you tell me reminds me of another client who I brought to you, Mm -hmm. uh, Daniel Felt with Mm -hmm. Cura Home, Mm -hmm. great entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But he was, at the time we brought him in, was in a major acquisition stage, growing into five states. And as a result, his numbers did not look good. Now, he wanted to buy a building, but to look at the profit margin in terms of a debt service coverage to be able to buy a building, even though he was paying rent, the building he wanted to buy was more than the rent he was paying, and the numbers didn't look good. He was investing all the money back in. I mean, Absolutely. from a growth perspective, amazing, right? But his idea was, I make money, I stick it right back in because I am growing. Keeping and very little retained job. earnings. And, mm-hmm. and basically what we said is, that look, the bank wants to work with you, but you've got to look a certain way mm-hmm. to to look more solid. And not only that, guys, it's not just the bank. The bank has to answer to to the auditors. Yeah, and and it's protecting our clients too. He's about ready to have a little baby, right? We got to <sighs> say now, whoa, because if something happens in one of these five states. Where's the backup? Right. And and again, he wasn't taking the money out to buy boats. He's taking the money, he's sticking the money back in to grow the business. But now when you're going to grow and you want to add an asset to it, then you have to start to pivot a little, retain some earnings so you can put it down on that. And there's building. nothing we more we want to see than you adding assets to your balance mm-hmm, state, your mm-hmm. balance sheet. That's very, very important. And you've been good for him, Todd, because I think that's hard when you have someone that is so young, so successful, intelligent, bright guy. And you hear someone say, well, you know, I think we got to pause here and we're changing a strategy. But you're able to really explain to him the why and how actually owning that asset will only enhance that growth in the future. And he'll be able to cut out, cut out margins in other areas. I mean, then it makes sense. But Which, you got to be way, careful. He slowed down the acquisition. He now looks profitable. Mm-hmm. And in no time, we're going to be looking at buying mm-hmm. a building. Mm-hmm. And that means that that business is going to start purchasing, making payments to pay off a building that will be probably a million dollars plus mm-hmm. as an asset to him. Wow. Huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, I mean, these are stories that... Uh, may not occur in the same way with some of the larger banks who have static or stringent underwriting guidelines. They don't build relationships, you know, because the banker you're working with gets promoted to another department. Now you're dealing with somebody who doesn't know you. You're busy. You don't have time to build the relationship and you're all swimming by yourself all over again. Having relationships where you can talk to people, have them explain to you what they're looking for, what they see, and how you might be able to present your business in a different way by managing it a little differently so that you can grow, maybe just not at the same pace. It's invaluable. It's just invaluable. It is. It is. It's important to have a banker who's going to be honest, who can tell you no, who can also say no, because I don't think this is the right structure. But under this structure, under this, like with that, with your client, we're able to do it. And and always give an opportunity as to the why. It doesn't have to be a no. It has to be a this is how we can get it done. Yep. And if you do have a banker that flat out tells you no, we don't do that, then go. I mean, they're being honest. Listen, right? right? But and that doesn't I, you know, mean I, every bank is 
that way or has that's their policy. We all have policies. You'll have policies in your business. You got to follow them. So find the bank that's the right match for well, you. Well, and, and sure, we're not trying to beat up any bank or no. anybody else. But look, in the scheme of life, it happens. More often than not, Alicia, I have this vision where people go in to get financing, they get turned down, they walk out with their head hung low, they don't ask why. They just walk out and assume that they can't, and then don't go back to the well again, maybe ever. But you're not, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to be okay with being told no, yep. putting your head back up, and going to the next guy and, and how, the next guy. And how do I position myself to mm-hmm. be attractive? Why did they say no Where to me? Where are my shortcomings? Exactly. And then how can I position and manage my business in such a way where I won't have those same problems six months or a year from now? We're going to take another break. I hope you enjoy these shows. If you're an entrepreneur and you're not enjoying these shows, then maybe you're not an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) But the value of these things, remember, listen, hear, take action. We would love to help you. Keep listening. Tell everybody you know. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Alicia Webb from Village Bank doing our master's classes the end last Saturday of each month. We'll be right back. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to thebarterguy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. 
7711. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to SMA2DAY.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. And I stumbled to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from 9 to 5 Alright, we are back This is the last Saturday of 2021 We are here with President of Village Bank, Alicia Webb Talking about being a villager, do you want a bank that will work with you to build your business and build your company? Do you want to learn the language that you must speak when you're trying to build that business, the money and finance? Maybe that portion of your business eludes you a bit. That's what these classes were created, or at least that's what these shows are all about. So do listen and do take notes. And some of the you know the terms that we use, I almost hesitate because I want to make certain that we don't lose anybody here. These terms are not meant to make anybody feel inept. They are really based on getting people acclimated to using this language so that they can understand and speak the language with their with their bankers. Absolutely, Todd. But let's be honest. At the end of the day, we have got a year of podcasts now. So if you are an entrepreneur and you are passionate about what you're doing, I'm all about accountability here. You've got to listen. And you've got to learn those terms because it's there. It's free. Like, take the information. We want you to have it. We want you to be successful. But that balance sheet is on you. And that income statement is on you. And and so I, I'm a true believer in I want you to be successful. You got to do the work. And then I got to do the work to keep your business. No excuses is mm-hmm. what that means. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, I, and I mean that. I, I think it's um, entrepreneurs. It's, you know, life is beautiful right now. There's been PPP money. There's been really, really low rates. Life is great. We all think we're buying boats. But at the end of the day, inflation's coming. Now, do I think inflation is going to be crazy or huge? I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. But what I do know is we have a lot of things to temper it. We have SBA programs that are, I think, in February. Um, We're going to know, are they going to do a 90% guarantee? Are they going to cover borrowers' fees again? I think that's been pushed out to February now. We also know um, that we have technology in place because I know everyone here has used the PPP money to invest in their business. Hopefully it's technology, and technology will help temper some of that inflation. And so how do we, how do you take control of the success you've had over the last year how do you take control of that money you've gotten from the government and you've used with you know 7a financing like we've talked about ppp money like we've talked about how do you take that knowledge and really bring it into the next three to five years and move your company in the direction that you want it to go are you selling are you keeping are you scaling are you buying a boat? You know, let's, what do you want to do with your company? Well, businesses are either growing or they're declining. They're almost never is staying even. So you have to be conscious that a lot of folks who thought they did pretty well in the last year really had a cash injection related to SBA financing or PPP money that might not have otherwise been there. And it can give you a false sense of security. 
the question really is, you can't, are you doing the same thing over and over again, expecting to get a different result? It mm-hmm. really is a question. What are you going to do differently? What are you going to do, as Alicia calls it, piv- to pivot and make your business grow and be more profitable? It might mean that you got to come at it from a whole different direction. And that's why having a, a fresh perspective from somebody who also understands the numbers and finance and can make a suggestion, maybe something you haven't even thought of. Mm-hmm. And it might be your godsend. You know, I, I worked with a business many, many years ago that was in the performance, the, the performance business for, you know, cars. Cool cars did, you know, did, you know, basically souped cars up and, and made them cool and made them fast. Well, I was working with them, and and as I walked through the shop, their margins were not good, and there was the machine that you walked by before you went out to the out to the the front room where customers came in, and I said, "What is this?" And they said, "It's a honing machine," and I said, "Okay, so you like you know home cylinders or bore cylinders?" And they said, "Yep," and I said, "Wow, I mean, this is a big piece of equipment." Uh, yeah, and we're like the only ones in the Midwest that have it. And I said, wow, that's fantastic. What are the margins like on this thing? Well, they have no idea what I'm talking about when I ask the question. And I look at the margins, and the margins for the work are off the charts. And I said, how many other companies who are sending out this work to other places in the country would love to have somebody in their own backyard doing it? Long story short, we got rid of the business they were in, and we bought five more honing machines, and they became multimillionaires in the process. Mm-hmm. How to leverage. And, and look, all that was was me walking through that shop one day. I'm not a genius, but I just was able to see things from a different vantage mm-hmm. point. That's what some of your advisors and your bankers can do. And it may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. But when and if it happens, it will be worth its weight in gold, won't mm-hmm. it? You always need a fresh perspective. I mean, that's why if you're a manufacturer, join Manufacturing Alliance. If you're an engineer, join some kind of roundtable. Hear what peers are doing. Hear what folks in your industry, but maybe a different niche market are doing. I think that is so valuable. You know, we talk a lot about other banks and maybe they don't do this or maybe they don't do that. But I do have to say, we're so fortunate and blessed in Minnesota. We do have so many great community banks. Yes, we've had some of the big boys come to town and gobble up some great, great banks. But guess what? Those bankers are still around and generally they do come back to a community bank. So if the excuse of, I don't know how to talk to a banker, I'm afraid of my banker, that just doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I'm a banker. I'm 45 and a girl. Like that's different than some other banker that you've had in the past. And so go find the banker that's right for you. Go find them. They're out there. We have a great landscape in the Twin Cities. Such a funny thing she says that because so many bankers who become experienced and tenured in the industry wind up leaving the big banks and going to work for the community banks oh, because of the relationship do. banking. Yeah, I mean, you people know? talk about, oh, community banks dying, small banks dying. No, they're not. When those banks leave, then we get all the great community bankers that are left because they're there <laughs> for a purpose. They're there for a reason. They're passionate about entrepreneurs. Which and, often happens when the big banks buy out the smaller banks oh, and now absolutely. they don't want work there anymore and and, you know the one thing about great bankers is they like to pass on what they know when they retire i think of this one guy just love when they retire they like they say i need my clients to have a great banker i'm calling you because they have i want them taken care of because we feel ownership in that relationship and those people so guys great bankers are out there go find them don't be afraid Uh, you know and, and as i listen to the relationship value or component I, I think it's um, worth mentioning that that two guys that I told you about just a moment ago, 
if they had gone to the bank, the bank wants to help them, wanted to make a loan, but their numbers would never have been, would have never given the banker the ability to make a loan to help them grow that business. But what we did instead is we created a whole pro forma. That's, that's a projection of future performance just based on running that machine. And the bank's banker's eyes lit up because everything changed. And now the margins could easily support the purchase of a new piece of equipment. And away we went. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you when you when you say the right things, when you tell your banker the right story, Mm -hmm. it can change everything. Right. Yeah. Show the work. Show the work. Do the work. That's the big thing, because what I find is when I like I like to dive into an Excel spreadsheet, CFO will laugh and say I'm not as good as he is. But I do like to dive in because when I dig into those numbers and I start to forecast out, I start to see hiccups and what I thought was right. And then I get to solve from and I look from and I find a solution. So I would if I would encourage entrepreneurs, it's going to get uncomfortable. You're not going to like it. But get behind your computer and start to look at the industry. Start to see what sales look like. Start to see if you had your best year or your worst year. What would that look like? What are interest-only payments look like if you have to do that? What are you know principal and interest payments at three years, five years, seven years? Do some of the math behind it because you will start to think. You're an entrepreneur. You're creative. You'll think about what you could do differently to make it work. Very good. Very good. We're going to take another break here. This is the last Saturday show of December 2021. We hope you're enjoying these shows. And even though you may be uh, sitting around with family, if this being the holidays and all, we still hope that you're listening and you're preparing for next year, which is going to be your year, right? Mm-hmm. We'll get you there. We'll be right back with Alicia Webb, president of Village Bank. We'll be right back. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Do you have enough to retire? 
Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a time manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a complete list of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. And I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from 9 to 5 Working 9 to Welcome five. back, folks. This is our last Saturday show of each month, which is, in fact, Village Bank Radio. I have guest Alicia Webb, president of Village Bank. These shows are created and have been throughout the course of the year to teach and guide you in building a relationship with your banker and your other professionals to be able to grow and scale your business into the new year. There's a new year coming. That means goals. That means resolutions. Let's get that all squared away. One of the things that you talk about in here, Alicia, is as part of the analysis that you do in preparation for the following year, be sure to perform a SWOT analysis to identify strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats that are foreseeable. What does that actually mean? It's not a good question. Yeah. But it, it seems so like arbitrary, but at the end of the day, when you can sit down, and I, I actually encourage you to do this with a Todd and Alicia, you know, someone you trust in our list, an accountant that we both really respect, and she's bold, so she'd be real good at this exercise. Sit down and say, okay, these are the strengths I came up with. Um, I think I, our, our industry is strong because I just had this competitor retire. Um, I've got a great salesperson who grew business by 22% last year, you know, on and on. Ask your banker, do you, what are the strengths you see in my business? Management, succession, income, you know, equity in the business, industry, area of business. What, and what are the weaknesses? What do I really need to watch? Are there any trends that you're seeing in the business that I need to look out for? And then it's opportunities. Who's for sale? Who's not for sale? Who recently left that industry? And then it's threats. And I would, I'd look your banker dead in the eye and say, what threats do I need to know about? See what they're willing to share with you. Because generally, they're going to know something Maybe the city is doing something. Maybe they heard something at a city council maybe meeting. Maybe they know, like for instance, in our budget, we have two we have two interest rate rate hikes scheduled for our budget next year. And so maybe that in my mind, if you're not in a fixed rate, that's a threat. That's a weakness. You need to know about that. And then you look your banker in the eye and say, what are you going to do about it? What do we need to do now? So I take that off the list as a strength of the business that I've got a three-year fixed rate. So it's just those little things that I, I would hold your banker, your accountant, your coach, your attorney, 
hold them responsible. You're paying these people great money. And hold you them want them to hold you accountable as well. Yes, yes. You know? uh, but what, one of the challenges in helping people is I'm always concerned that I want to lean on people hard enough to force action that might otherwise not happen, but then not too hard that they stop coming back to see me. No, and this is the thing, Todd. It's not personal. It's not personal. Think about what I just said. If we have, if as a bank, we do all this research on the market, we're like, there's going to be two rate um, increases. So that's 50 basis points. And your banker doesn't tell you that. And your debt goes up by 50 basis points. That's a half a percentage point, folks. So let's let's think about that. If you, let's say you have a line of credit today and you're not using it because you got tons of PPP money. But next year you don't. And you are dipping into your line. You're using twenty five grand. You're using two hundred fifty thousand. You're using a million dollars of it because all of a sudden inventory inventory is flooding in. You know you're not getting your receivables right away, et cetera. That makes a substantial difference on your cash flow and your debt service coverage. But if your banker shared that with you, you can avoid it today. And guess what? Your banker wants you. They're going to keep you. They're going a three year fixed rate. They, they can do that for you. So I would look at your equipment debt. I'd look at your building debt. I'd look at those things and say, does this make sense? Now, if it's a commercial real estate deal, maybe it doesn't make sense to get a new appraisal. Maybe it doesn't make sense to do a new environmental if you need that. Then eh, maybe not. But a banker should talk through that with you. A coach will tell you that. This isn't personal. This is about the business and how do I best run this business? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats to my business. Folks, there is a whole new crop of people who are or who are going to be entrepreneurs. You know, the would-be entrepreneurs out there and among you is growing. One of the reasons that a lot of people aren't coming back to work is because they are tired of toiling and they want to start their own thing. Many of them just want freedom. Many of them just want an opportunity to have upside potential, but they don't fully appreciate what they're getting into. These shows are to guide and teach you how to to travel that path Mm -hmm. and how to take your good ideas and build upon them to grow and scale a business to be something more than maybe you ever even anticipated that mm-hmm. it would be. And I always think about like we're our job is to is to share our knowledge and we understand how money works. We understand how debt works. We understand how core deposits, your checking accounts work. I think I talked to my friends who are nurses or doctors. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? They say the same thing. How do you handle the personal financial statements? It has been such a pleasure to be a part of Strong 21 and one of the 21 entrepreneurs. It was a wonderful thing to behold. Village Bank is what made it happen. Alicia, thank you so Mm. much for doing the show. Thank you. It's a Christmas blessing. It is. It is. Merry, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year. And we look forward to working with you in the new year. And don't forget to mark your calendars for Saturday of every month. Bye-bye. Score North on AM 1500 KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. 945 KSTP FM St. Paul HD2. And on scorenorth.com. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. 
Look for beds designed with temperature benefits, such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side, so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition smart bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.